Oh, faith and begora, lads and lassies. Welcome to Azeroth Coast to Coast. My, name's, my name is Akari, also sometimes known as Chris. These are my co-hosts, Neth. Hi. Kevin. Oh, hello there. And Gavril. Hey. Oh, Gavril's such a, such a sweet lad, and he let me uh, host the show, do the, do the intro today. On uh, this fine, fine day, we're going to be talking about Shadowlands and all the associated wonderful things that are going to be coming in with it, along with all the problems that they're currently having. We're also going to be talking about some other interesting things. Uh, and that, that's going to be the intro today, folks. Uh, just a simple man from simple Scotland. Thank you so much for that intro this week, Chris. I do appreciate it so much. Thank you, buddy. Uh, he is not going to be here for the rest of the show, um, but uh, we do appreciate him having uh, taken care of the intro for us earlier. Thanks, Chris. Oh, my God, I'm dying. You okay there, Death? No, you broke me. Is Chris Scottish or is he Irish? He's Scottish. That was a Scottish accent. No, that was not. That was the most Irish accent. Like, literally, I thought you were going leprechaun. <laughs> I mean, that sounded Scottish to me. I don't know what y'all are on about. Oh, my did God. It, did you lose your lucky charms? Uh, I, I, again, you're still talking like that was an Irish accent. That was Scottish as fuck. They're not Scottish. Where's your pot of gold? That was a hundred percent Scottish. Um, Chris, you'll have to you'll have to tell them when they come back. When you come back, that uh, it was Scottish as fuck. That was that is his normal speaking accent. That is just how he sounds. Wow. Okay, if you say so. That's a hundred percent. Hey, Neth. Hey, Kevin. How y'all doing? Hey. <laughs> All right. Um, so Chris did leave a little bit of information about how his last two weeks has been. Um, being as Scottish as the summer breeze, much like that accent was. Okay. So, good to hear. Uh, Kevin, what you been up to in the last couple of weeks, buddy? I've been playing some Warzone with you and LB, and uh, sometimes Doggle, sometimes Nap, and also playing some Heroes of the Storm with Chris and Merc and his friends. Um, Merc has some people who still play Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> Go figure. So we've been jumping into that and uh, being bad at video games in general. All right, all right. Neff, how's it been? Has it been, has it been, has it been? Um, it's been good. Mostly okay. just playing Warzone with everybody and Hades when I can actually get on the computer, which with the spawn in university has actually become harder because he's got a shit ton of university work. Oh. You gotta rebuild your old computer so that he has... That's next on the list. <laughs> there you go. Um, I have 
I'm playing a lot of games, but that's again because I don't have a job currently, and that's still something we're working on. But I've uh, been playing some Call of Duty. Uh, Hearthstone, Gwent, Magic Gathering, WoW, Witcher 3, which I'm trying to finish up to get into New Game Plus because I never finished Blood and Wine. Uh, Hades, I've gotten through the main story and I'm working on the episode. Sorry, no spoilers. I'm still not that far. I know. I was just saying in Hades, I've worked, I've gotten through the main storyline. I'm working on the epilogue right now. Sorry. Um, so if I'm streaming Hades, you need to not be watching me play Hades if oh, you don't want to get spoiled. Yeah, I have done that a few times, gone to join the channel and kind of hovered over to see what you're streaming first and gone, nope. <laughs> nope. Um, and uh, also, I restarted Dark Souls Remastered. I'm going to play through all three of the Dark Souls games, uh, the core Dark Souls games. And I am starting Dark Souls Remastered as a sorcerer because I've never played a caster in Dark Souls ever. I was watching some of that. It was highly interesting. And especially once I finally got to the point where it's like, okay, I found the fog gate. Now I just need to run through the entire level and not die. Hmm. Oh, it's even better, Kevin. I went and found a bunch more spells. I finally rescued my uh, sorcery trainer. So I now have 60 cast 60 casts of soul missile of soul arrow. 60. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just spamming that constantly. Um, but besides that, not really a whole lot. Uh, I, I love dark souls games and I love games like that. So, you know, it keeps me occupied. Um, besides that, not a whole lot. Um, this, I feel like this is going to be kind of a light week. Maybe we should do a midweek show or a next Saturday show also, because I can already tell, like, we don't have a whole lot that we're going to be going over this week. Well, um, LB, LB also suggested that we talk more about what we've been playing in games in greater detail. That was yeah. show feedback that he gave me. Well, there you go. Show feedback What? Why is that not in the show feedback, Kevin? Yeah, really, though. It's not there. Well, it was stuff that he told me one-on-one. You can still put it in feedback. Um, I will add it right now. Um, Okay, so we don't have really any other feedback stuff. Uh, Oh, we do have some Discord feedback now. Um, uh, This is (laughs) unattributed. Uh, but uh, we've been asked to talk a little bit more about our last two weeks and what we've been playing. So that's definitely something we're going to take into account and uh, possibly take a look at. Yeah, so... Um, uh, thank I'll, you for whoever uh, suggested that. I'll deep dive into playing White Mane in Heroes of the Storm. Um, no, I won't. <laughs> we can talk about that later. We can talk about all that later. Um, Kevin, big news just breaking right before the show. Yeah, we are now on Spotify. There will be a link. Exclusive club right there. Exclusive, exclusive. We are now on Spotify. You can find us on Spotify in a few hours, it says. So by the time you're listening to the podcast, we will be on Spotify. So if you subscribe to the podcast there, then we can be. Actually, no, it went live like earlier this year, I think. Anywho, we're on there. Wow! Um, wow! We're gonna be we're gonna be on Spotify. You can check us out. There will be a link on the website to Spotify. Um, I could read it to you now, but it's very I, long. I would like to discuss how Kevin completely missed that reference. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh huh. Um, I I don't remember. Is she was still going on? Does anybody know? 
What? Shady Wish. Yes, I think so. Okay. Um, one sec, I'll check. I think they specific. I think uh, Blizzard just came out and said that uh, the exclusive mounts are going to stay a hundred percent drop until the end of the expansion. Friday, October twenty third is their final run, so signups yeah. are on the twenty first. Yeah, so they changed it from being pre patched, getting rid of the exclusive stuff on pre patch to the exclusive stuff goes away at the end of the expansion. Um, to date, they've raised $3,527.54. Hell yeah, that's fantastic. Um, so if you haven't gotten your Fellwing, Voidwing, Voidwing, void, Voidwing, Voidwing. Well, so I haven't gotten your ahead of the curve mount. <laughs> if you haven't gotten your ahead of the curve mount for Nyalotha, hey, they're still doing runs. I believe those take place on Wednesdays, if I remember correctly. Sure. Yeah. Is that correct? The, the next mm. couple are on Fridays. So they have Friday the 16th, signups open on the 14th, and then the 23rd, and signups open on the 21st. We will have a bunch of links to that uh, in the show description, and uh, it is all over Discords. So um, if you haven't gotten it, please go get it. Um, I, Kevin, do you want to put the bumper in again, or what? Um, yeah, I can put the bumper in here. Hey there, I'm Nick. Or nah for short. My guild, the Outcasts on Area 52, are planning to run a charity event that we're calling Shady Wish, in honor of our guildie Shady, who sadly passed away in 2019. This is the second charity event the Outcasts have done, as we did the same for a guildie named Egon in 2016. His event, as some of you may remember, was called Musa Wish, and raised over $6,000 for the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which was donated in his memory. Shady loved animals, and we felt it only appropriate that this event raise funds for a charity he would have loved to support. And so, we are carrying people through Heroic Nazoth to help bring attention to our fundraising efforts. Keep an eye out on r slash wow subreddit for the upcoming post with all the relevant information, and I hope to see you in there. And that is going to be Shady Wish, folks. Mm. All right. Um, we don't have a whole lot we're going to be talking about this week. It's kind of a light news week for us-ish. Uh, yeah, it is. So maybe we will talk more about games we play. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, we all know the pre-patch will be hitting live servers in literally three days in, on this coming Tuesday. Um, at which point you will be able to level a character from zero from one to max in about six hours. Nice. Lovely. Huh? I said that's lovely. I'm yeah. going to get my heritage armor finally. <laughs> I yeah, I have a bunch of characters. And also remember with pre-patch, you will also have uh they are also removing, I believe pre-patch removes the rep requirements on the allied races. You just have to complete their quest lines if I if I remember yes. correctly. Nice. I think I have all these. Yes. I think I have all of them open already, anyways. But I, I didn't. Finish, I didn't finish Volpera or the Alliance side stuff, so I'll be going and doing that. But I have gotten one of each class, except for Warlock, ready to go um, at level one or twenty, whatever one is appropriate. Uh, I believe I'll be making a Volpera Warlock, so that will be my twelfth class or eleventh class, whatever it is. Okay. So that will be the last one that I'll be making, and I'll be making that during pre-patch. <laughs> uh, 
Um, a lot of interesting stuff is going to be happening with that. Um, we're going to have to see what that's going to do to rating and stuff like that for the next month and a half. But New character I, customization. I don't think they would have pushed it without us still being able to clear the old content. So, would hope. <laughs> Fingers crossed. One would hope. Well, pre-patch also turns off uh, corruption and stuff, doesn't it? I think Oh, that's going to be real interesting to see how people do on Mythic. Yep. Without corruption. Yep. World's first, no corruption. Let's go. I can't remember. I'm not elite enough to know these things, so I don't remember. But uh, somebody will correct me if I'm wrong. Hopefully. Uh, Kevin, what was the other thing that was going to kind of go on with uh, um, Worlds? They're, they're, unlocking, they're unlocking new character customizations, and they're retiring the ability to pay for that. It's now going to be free in-game. Tiring the ability to pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) Retire your ability to simp to change your appearance. (laughs) Um, I think it's better this way. Free is always better, right? Yeah, Um, I think it's good. I think it's a good system. I think. So what did you have to pay for? You you couldn't change your gender. They made you pay for that. Hmm. Um, which is very odd. I don't understand. No, it really wasn't that odd because it was. It's because it's, this is built off of the classic role playing game uh, stuff, where your choices are permanent. Well, in today's day and age, Gavril, where gender fluidity is a thing. Yeah, Kevin, 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 Kevin. We're not going to get that. We're not going to go down that rabbit hole, okay, buddy? We're uh, not going change, down this rabbit hole. You can change your hair, your facial features, and more. The only thing you can't change is your race. Yes, and that is still a paid service. I think it's twenty dollars, twenty or thirty bucks okay. U.S. on the store. Well, that's um, probably to prevent like let's all switch to this race because they have a race uh-huh. that's good for this boss. Well, it's the same reason why they have faction change costs money as well too. Mm-hmm. But honestly, at this point, with the leveling speed, how it's going to be in the pre-patch, um, there's no reason not to just re-level a character. Especially since all your gear will be pretty much invalidated within the first five levels of Shadowlands. Yep. I mean, but you do want to try to get as high gear level as you can before Shadowlands, right? Yes, you still want to kind of get your eye level up. Um, There's going to be some catch-up mechanics. I believe it's eye level 100, which is normal raid equivalent, will be available during the pre-patch event. So you'll still be able to gear up characters very rapidly. You just won't have all the crazy stuff. Okay. So, still gives you plenty of opportunity to get uh, get a character level up and experiment with them. Um, and what did you guys talk on the last show about how they pushed off Shadowlands, or was that that happened after the last show? It happened after the last show. Oh so, boy! Uh, if you're not in the know, Shadowlands has been delayed indefinitely, or at least until they announce when it's going to be released. It will be by the end of the year, from what we understand. Can I just say, I think it was 100% the right choice to make. It was the right choice, but people are good at, people are rioting about having to deal with this pre-patch event, I can already tell you. They, and it will get even worse as time goes on. 
I think it, I think it would have made more sense to push off the pre-patch event a little bit as well, so that it doesn't last quite as long as it's now the going to. The problem is the problem is is that there was such a period of time where it was just Nihilotha. People needed something new, and they're yeah. they were going to lose their shit either way. Well, I mean, I wish I knew how long the plague was going to be, but that hasn't happened. Which we plague? Make, make new the one that's going on in real life. Ah, that one. <laughs> well, life has not predictions. The, uh, the, the Let me yet. open Crackpot theories. Hold on. Okay. In our archive, Crackpot yeah. theories. My new predictions. Launch. Okay, so LB LB is correcting us. Uh, the pre-patch event is not starting on Tuesday, but the pre-patch stuff is coming on Tuesday. So the the pre-patch systems changes are coming on Tuesday, but the pre-patch event won't be starting Tuesday. So, good. Thank you, LB. Appreciate that. So my prediction Go. for Shadowlands, December 8th. All right, Gav. Uh... December 1st. Is that even a Tuesday? Yeah, it is, because the 8th is a Tuesday, so the 1st would be. Um, I'm going to pick the 3rd. Wait, did you say? Wait, no. That's on a Tuesday. Hold on. You mean November 3rd, Kevin? No, I wanted to do... Uh... Hmm. I'm going to say 15th, then. December 15th. December 15th is going to be too late because they're going to want the returns in for this year's fiscal. Well, when does their fiscal end is the problem? End of the year. No, not everybody's fiscal ends the end of the year. Target's fiscal was February. I mean, they'll probably want it to come out before the end of the quarter period. We're in quarter four. So if we're in quarter four, their fiscal ends December. I'm just saying, like, Target's mean, so- quarter four is was different, and I know Walmart's quarter four is different. I know Amazon's quarter four is when different. I worked, when I worked for Highliner, their quarter four was the first um, the first few months of the year because Easter was in their quarter four. It, I know it's different mm-hmm. for different companies, but for Blizzard, their quarter four is September to December. Or October to December, whatever it is. It's the long- Anywho. Yeah. We have our theories. Yep. We've got our Good stuff morning, in. Bro. Kevin, notate. No tate. What? I did notate. What are That's we betting? Mike out oh, you said no tate. I thought you said no taint. <laughs> like, what is happening? You have no taint. LB, if you would like to put your Everybody predictions on the or has a taint, Kevin. Anywho. Let's um not everybody has a taint. Keep going. That's that's judgmental against people who don't have taints. Um <laughs> And we're okay with this, Mark. The taintless is that our new guild? Taintless. Yep. Um. So, uh, Kevin, you put in the D for quarterly update information. I did not. What is in there, buddy? The Diablo Four quarterly update goes over a skill tree that's an actual tree, including really branches cool. and and roots. And the top part of the tree is skills and abilities. And the bottom part of the tree are passives. So in the top part, when you choose an ability, it will change an ability. So like it'll give you the ability to have an extra charge bolt, or it will change how your ball lightning works. 
Um, and then in the bottom part of the skill tree, it'll do things like increase your crit damage and other fun things. So Diablo 4 is shaping up to Pause for one second. Uh-huh. Merc is saying, my mic outbound is very low. Gav is perfect, and he cannot hear or understand anything that Kevin is saying. I have jacked both of you as far up as I possibly can. Right. Jack us up. Um, no. So, so yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Um, Neff, I think you were commenting on how you like the, the actual tree the, ability. The visual of it, I think, is so fucking badass. It looks visually amazing like a corrupted tree yeah i think that's like, cool everything about it aesthetically is just like it makes me happy <laughs> yeah my my only thing about this is that i don't want them to give us so many skill points that it just like allows us to fill up the entire tree because i think that's kind of dumb no, but they like, never have previous diablo games okay there's always been choices like you know like look back to the earlier earlier games like you were either a boazon or you were a javazon you couldn't be both at the same time because even at max level you didn't have you had to pick paths yeah i mean i think that's part of the replayability of a game like path of exile like there's so many choices that it forces you to like roll another character so that you can try out a different path like, if it's permanent like that. I don't know how they're going to do it in Diablo. So that's part of it. The The other section, they talked about a sorceress enchantment section, and it allows you to enchant a ability by, I'm assuming, picking a mastery. So you can pick a mastery in fire, uh, rain, what is that? Water, I guess. Um, earth or lightning and then when you pick a mastery it changes your abilities um and what else they talked about end game progression but they didn't say anything about it and it sounds like they're taking feedback still about end game progression um i th i think my hopes for end game progression are not just to continue to um try to get higher and higher numbers i'm I don't know if that makes sense, but it would be nice if there was something to do at the end game instead of just grinding, you know, one higher tier greater rift. Have any of you guys thought about that? Um, not real. I have fun with the seasons, so you know. I, but I'd like to see something new and different. Absolutely. If it ends up being that, okay. Yeah, and. The the other thing that you got like was paragon levels and you would just get one point that you could assign in four different spots and then eventually those would cap out. Um I don't think mm -hmm. that seemed very fun either. It would be cool if you could still interact with the skill tree after you get to max level. Um maybe not to unlock everything, but maybe to make certain abilities more powerful. I don't know. But it, it would be nice if there was ways to differentiate differentiate yourself even further at the end game instead of just like everyone gets the same four points that they can assign mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. more. I guess it was more than four points, but there was like increase your crit chance or increase like your so, crit, crit damage. 
So you're talking D3 or? Yeah, Diablo 3. Uh, so D3, you had six active abilities and four passives. So you had six active abilities, one through four, plus the two mouse buttons. And then you also had four passive abilities that you could have active. Right. But what was the end game system where you would assign Paragon point levels to? Uh, okay. So Paragon point levels, there was a 25 to 50 point cap, except for main stat or stamina. Uh, there were four categories, uh, attack, defense, utility, and something else. I don't remember what the other one was. Um, and yeah, essentially, if you got to a thousand Paragon, you were able to cap out all of the ones that had caps that were not uncapped, which was stamina and your primary stat. Right. So like you just get to a point where you're just getting, you know, five more. Well, it, for Paragon, yes, for Paragon, yes. And I mean, the, the, the skill system was fairly limited, all things considered. Mm -hmm. So, yes, so it, it was not perfect. I guess my thought is, is are they trying to make the game more fun than just doing one higher level greater rift at endgame? I mean, that's I mean, Diablo three didn't do a bad job with that, but that wasn't what a lot of people wanted. I was happy with it. I was thrilled with it, but that was just me. Just doing rifts and greater rifts. Yeah, I was fine. I was fine. And having that. to do bounties like they're chores. I never did. Yeah, you didn't have to. It was, it was a just, good way to get resources. It was a great way to get resources, yeah. But you didn't have to. Yeah. Do you guys want that crafting system back in Diablo 4 that we had uh, in Diablo 3? Not really. I would love to see a... I liked that it was codified, but I did not like I had to do specific activities to farm the mats for the it. Mats. Yeah, why can't you just play the game to get the mats? Like, and a lot of them did drop at like the boss for the greater rifts mm -hmm. and the rifts, yep. but a lot of it was a lot easier to farm if you just did the bounties. Yeah, depending on what was going on for the bounties, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think it was a great way to kind of like pull the slot machine and you could like, you know, craft a specific item over and over again to try to get the stats that you want, which I think you need in a game like Diablo 3. But yeah, farming for the mats felt bad. Um, and just redoing greater rifts over and over again felt bad. I mean, I think some of the I liked doing that personally, but that was me. So I think people kind of glommed on to like doing it in different specs, like doing the greater rifts in different specs, like trying to get every character through the greater rift, trying to get every spec through the greater rift, like. People seem to enjoy that and the achievement system. Um, maybe there's something like that in Diablo 4, like more achievements or better achievements or having achievements unlock things. I'm sure there'll be achievements. Blizzard loves achievements in games. They're, you know, they were in Diablo 3, they're in WoW, they're, I think there's achievements in Heroes. Like there's, there's achievements everywhere for Blizzard. So I can't see Diablo 4 not having achievements to work towards. It'd be yep. very strange if they completely removed achievements and Yep. That would be dumb. Um, the other thing that I noticed is as they were showing screens of like the spells and abilities, they're set up into like major and minor destruction, defense, conjure, mastery, and ultimate. So it looks like there's gonna be ultimate abilities, which I'm sure they talked about that previously, but that sounds cool. 
And the fact that they're having defensive abilities makes me think, are they actually going to get to Holy Trinity or something like that where you could have a support character? Yeah, we're, it's going to be trying to figure this out. The thing is, I mean, I mean, Diablo 2 had support characters. Diablo 3 had support characters. But it never seemed like the designers liked support characters. They always, like, poo-pooed them. Well, they were... Because it was not intended how the support characters work. Like, ZDPS Barb. Right. Uh, Zero DPS Barb, or ZDPS War, uh, Witch Doctor, or ZDPS Crusader. The whole mm-hmm. point was to gather the mobs up, but then you had unintended side effects with things like uh, uh, Whirlwind ZDPS Barbs being able to generate an infinite stream of health globes and a lot of classes being able to utilize health globes uh, for resource regeneration or to basically keep you infinitely alive. Mm-hmm. So, it's interesting. It's it. There's stuff to be seen in how the game ends up going. Uh, I'm just waiting for Diablo Immortals. <laughs> I mean, if people want to play that way and if that helps you get to a higher level, they should support it. You know, I don't like, but the problem, the problem was, is that it became required to have for a good clear time in quads or triples. Mm -hmm. You needed to have a ZDPS character. You needed to have one of the efficient ZDPS characters like a ancient spear barb, you know, ZDPS ancient spear barb generating orbs or a a ZDPS satyr gathering up and stunning mobs for your DPS to come in and burn down. Is there anything wrong with that? I mean, I don't understand. Uh, because to compete, you have to follow that meta. They don't want you to have to follow just a very specific meta. They always wanted you to be able to go, oh, well, this guy and this guy are doing this specific thing. They should be able to compete. They might not be able to compete at the very top level, but they should be able to compete equally with other people. And the fact of the matter is you were able to just bring a ZDPS Barb and or a ZDPS Seder or whatever and do significantly like five to ten rifts higher just by bringing in a ZDPS. Hmm. Because of the efficiency of how they worked. I mean, I don't, I don't see why they couldn't do something like that. It, it's kind of starting to expand what an action RPG could be if you could have Holy Trinity and have it work. Or I don't want Trinity. Do not want Trinity in Diablo at all. If I can help it. I don't want a strict Trinity in Diablo. The interesting thing would be if you could kind of switch your build around so that you could do that if you were grouped, but you wouldn't have to, or you could have like a solo build or a group build. I do not want Trinity. This is not WoW. All right. <laughs> it's not, but if people want to play that way, but if you go into they allow a tri- it? I don't think so. I don't think they should be. I don't think they should set up for a strict Trinity. I do not think they should have any support for a strict Trinity. Well, my I'm afraid that they're just going to say, "Okay, we're we don't we're not going to set it up for a strict Trinity, so we're going to dissuade you from playing Trinity at all." Which I don't think is also like if people want to play it, I feel like they should be able to play it. I disagree, but I understand what you're saying. Oh, look, it's a wild Akari. You had a wonderful intro this week, by the way, buddy. Thank you for yeah. getting that taken care of. Turns out you're an Irish leprechaun. 
We always and to have told it. him that, let him get the thing fucking, uh, let him listen to it later, Neff. So um, that's all that I really have to say about Diablo 4. I've, I don't know. I, I'm really kind of worried about the endgame progression system and just having it be a grind fest. And if they can do something to prevent that, I'm all for it. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I have to take a look at it. We'll have to see how the game ends up going. Um, I do not want them to put Trinity Sport in. I don't want it to be about Eternity. I don't want to play WoW in my Diablo. I want to go in and murder things. Okay. I mean, and I don't see why you couldn't do that. If, if there is an in-game progression system like Greater Rifts, I do not want it. That, that forces me into going Holy Trinity. Because I had a shitload of fun playing with Owl and a bunch of other people uh, during D3 when everybody was still kind of playing D3. I had a shitload of fun playing with Owl because guess what Owl and I did? We did, double, we did duos and triples, and it was all DPS all the time. Mm-hmm. But we couldn't compete with the ZDPS classes. Okay. Hmm. Well, maybe if they separated them out on the leaderboards or something... There but, then be... you, but then you then you create artificial um, artificial gates. You know, you're just creating these gates, and you're and you're splitting your player base, and you don't want to split your player base. People are going to try to hack it anyway and do ZDPS, even if they don't. Oh, they'll like, they'll figure out a way. It. They'll figure out a way to do it. But at the same time, that means I don't. That that is something people figured out rather than being oh Blizzard going okay, well. Your wizard's going to be your DPS. Your barb is going to be your uh, your tank slash puller, and uh, your crusaders or whatever your crusader or your paladin or your templar or whatever is going to be your uh, support. Hmm. I don't want that. Okay. Um, I think that limits the gameplay. Merc in the chat brings up another point for some kind of end game stuff would be like a larger group, more than four people to like do world boss kills. They said that that was going to be one of the features that you go into town and there'll be quests to go and do bigger bosses that you're not going to be able to solo. You're going to have to have a large group like um, like think back to um vanilla like Azuragos and you know the the green dragons and that kind of stuff there's going to be that kind of thing that you need a large group to take down okay that like that was part of the original um thing that they showed at blizzcon when when it was announced that was one of the things that they showed was was world boss stuff um remind me did they say they're doing like pvp yeah, PvP is going to come back because a lot of people miss that. Um, yeah, Open world totally, or arena or both? I totally missed, you know, walking out of town and then being murdered by somebody and having my corpse camped for days. I oh, totally I, missed that. I, I don't, I, I think they mean like you're going to be able to PvP if you want to PvP, not you're going to be forced to PvP. Yeah, I know, I know. You weren't forced to PvP in D2, I know. I mean, that, that could be good endgame stuff, too, if they had rewards tied to it. Yeah. Uh, or have it be, I like, don't want, arena. I don't want there to be an endgame, Kevin. I don't want there to be, like, 
a flat end game. I don't want it to be like that. A flat end game like that is not how D2 worked. Well, the reason that I stopped playing Diablo 3 was because you get to a point where you do rift after rift, and there would be nights, like entire nights, where I wouldn't even get one upgrade. And it just didn't feel fun anymore. You know, like, yeah. when, when you're getting upgrades, when you're leveling from 1 to 70, it's like, this is cool. You know, like, every, you know, you're finding new stuff or you're waiting for something to drop and it drops and you're like, wow, this is great. Okay, but how's that any different than WoW? There's, you can go weeks in WoW where you don't, or and Jesus hates you and you don't get an upgrade. It, it's just, it is how it is. I mean, I think dungeons was a way, I don't know. Dungeons seem better than doing, and you know, just random greater refs over and over again. Because really. like you're going in for the same like one percent chance to get a five percent upgrade to your DPS. But in terms of like structure and how it's laid out and skill cap, like you have to it's, learn the dungeon, you have to learn the pull strategy. There's it's the same. It's the same deal with D three. Like D three, there was a certain number of tile sets that you can get and there were a certain number of mob densities and mob mixes you could get it's the exact mm -hmm. same thing like that was one of my favorite things it's like i knew how to fish for a rift i could go in and go like okay this tile set this is the first mob i see okay so this is probably going to be this setup this first floor is going to be shit so i'm going to just back out wait five seconds and then go back into a new rift go start a new rift up mm-hmm it's the exact same thing. All I was doing, it's just like fishing for um, affixes. Like, you don't want Waycrest Manor 15. You want a Tal Dazor 15. Okay. All right. Yeah. So they, they could have specific tile sets, like they could have specific keys go to specific types of greater rifts. No, that might you be go in. Thing. You well, you had you had a nearly infinite supply of keys if you had done enough regular rifts, right? So going in was not a problem. You would just go in until you found the kind of rift you wanted to farm. Okay, that was it. It's the same as like going as like fishing for mythic keys. It's the exact same thing as fishing for mythic keys. I see. By the way, the Twitch is like buffering now. Yeah, we're having a little bit of issues with the Twitch, it looks like. Anywho, um, I mean, there, I guess like there's things that they're stealing from Diablo and they're putting it into WoW. My suggestion would be look at the stuff that people do at Endgame and WoW and see what you could potentially put into Diablo. I want them to keep as many MMO systems out of this as possible. Run around and kill things. I want, yeah, no, that's an, it's an ARPG. I, I mean, want what? It to be an ARPG. I do not want to play another MMO. That's that's kind of where I'm going. Going to is, I don't know if there needs to be a system like there is in uh, MMORPG, but there could be some ideas that they're pulling and potentially putting into Diablo or seeing if there's anything that they can cross pollinate there to make Diablo more fun at the end game instead of just grinding and grinding and grinding. Or maybe people want that. I don't know. To me, it doesn't get, it stops being fun after a while when you're just doing the same thing over and over again. 
I don't agree, but that's just me. I, that's part of the that's part of the whole deal with Diablo, where you just um, you go in and you do it, and you kill shit. There's no greater goal or anything like that. You just go in. Yeah. All right. So uh, I, I just don't think a Holy Trinity works. I just I really don't think a Trinity works for an ARPG. That's just me, though. Okay. I mean, I'm interested to see what they come up with, as I've said numerous times. Yeah, no, no, no. Hundred percent. I'm totally interested to see what they end up what what D4 ends up looking like. I'm completely a hundred percent interested in seeing what it looks like. But yeah, I I don't I just don't know what it's gonna be. Yeah. Um, All right, let's move on. So one of the other stories that we had in here was Activision Blizzard, ActaBliz, is closing their Versailles office. Uh, uh, which is, hmm? Sorry. Uh, yeah, so they announced uh, employees were informed Tuesday that the location is going to be closed. Um, so for people who aren't familiar, the Versailles office has about 400 employees. Um, they did stuff like customer support. Um, they local they did the localizing for the games to different languages and, and stuff like that for the Europe side of the company. Um, apparently, originally, there was plans to relocate half the office to London, but with Brexit and the pandemic, um, that affected the process of doing that and so they just decided to close the entire site down um i will say one good thing thank you for labor laws in countries that have them french labor laws um force companies to negotiate significant compensation packages for employees caught up in mass layoffs so at the very least people are going to get compensation packages it's not just going to be you're cut and gone um so yay for france um not so much yay for Bobby, what's his face? Who keeps fucking? Okay. Shit up? Thank you. I couldn't think of his last name. I just fuck him. Um, and yeah, so apparently, it, it's the office has been kind of in a turbulent situation for a couple of years now, and so it, this is going to put an end to that. So I feel bad for. The- that are affected by it though it, it really sucks when you're affecting that many people all in one all in one go yep but uh multi-billion dollar corporations yo yeah and fuck bobby kotick okay next <laughs> um, um i had a call of duty modern warfare story Season six has begun, and Woo-hoo. something that they added in season six was a subway system. And I hear that you guys have a, a telling story about it. Oh, great! Oh, There's no story. We got on the subway. We took the subway. We got on the subway, and shit was done. Exactly. We went to where we were supposed to go, and everything totally. was perfectly 100 percent fine. There was no story there. No gas. There. There was no. There's no. There was story. no. There was no gas. There was no people getting on the wrong subways and then having to go back and forth, like traveling back and forth between the same two stops. That didn't happen at all. There was no fucking nope. gas. We didn't die. Nothing happened. Nope. Nothing it was went, wrong. It went amazing. It was perfect. Hmm. Okay. It's absolutely perfect. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Shut so the fuck up. Like you don't you know what you're talking about. Go away. 
You went into the subway and then got caught in gas and died. I I don't think that's what we said. Is that that's Matthew? not at all what we said, Kevin? You're clearly not listening. <laughs> okay, interesting. Um, what else they, is coming in season six, Kevin? They mentioned something about a haunting event that's starting on ten twenty. Now, um, that might also have something to do with all the wolves and shit we heard last year. The haunting or, begins earlier October this year. 20th. Interesting. So we'll have to see. Uh, this season's cosmetics have a very Halloween-y kind of theme and feel to them. I'm loving. I'm so loving. <laughs> so the, it says on the season six, like, uh, splash page that the haunting of Verdansk is going to be October 20th through November 3rd with limited time modes, rewards, and more. I'm very interested in this. I'm I am so looking forward to to whatever they do for Halloween. I'm like I want all the cosmetics. Yeah. I'm like, yay, Halloween stuff. Yep. Um, there's also a new finishing move. There's a vampire bat named Edward. I just recently unlocked him. Yep. Have him. I have been killed by him. <laughs> <laughs> My face has been pecked at by him. I've, so... also, I've also been killed by the crow. <laughs> Yep, I love the crow. Um, the question is, is the hellhound named Jacob? I don't know. Wait, the bat's named Edward? Yeah, yes. did you get that? Oh, you didn't catch that? For fuck's sakes, no, I did not notice that at all. Oh, is, yeah, yeah, no, that's horrible. Fuck. <laughs> what is that a reference to? I can't it's think of the greatest love story ever told, Kevin. It is the greatest love story ever told. <laughs> oh my god. Everyone knows it is the greatest love story ever told. <laughs> no. <laughs> Died to a Twilight bat, says Chris. Oh my god. I, I 100% didn't pick up on its name at all. I, I just was like, ooh, a bat. Fuck. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Oh god, that's okay. Blast. That's it. We are officially naming Douglas Hellhound Jacob. It's Jacob. <laughs> it is now Jacob. Uh, I guess Jacob. I'm on Team Jacob now. All right, fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. So there's been a lot of stuff. Uh, there was also a bugged series of weapons. The free weapons from the Battle Pass track were bugged as fuck. Uh, you said they, they shot through six walls. Um, <laughs> more than six walls. So the AS oh, Val the video of that was insane. So the AS Val is a uh, was is a subsonic uh, like automatically suppressed gun. Um, and if you had the correct attachments on the gun, you could shoot through an infinite number of walls. So I sent Neth uh, something from four uh, four oh seven four seven oh. I forget what four zero seven. I think yeah. It's uh, from one end of the map to the other and people died. Uh, yep. Yep. It was hardcore <laughs> search and destroyed search and destroy. And the teams on that specific map spawn directly opposite of each other on opposite sides of the map. And yes, he literally just shot forward and killed two people through everything in between. And two people on the <laughs> other died at the other end of the map. Just wow. blind firing through a series of a large series of walls in front of him and just killed a bunch of people. There's also videos of uh, people on, yeah, and they nerfed the SPR. Yes, they did, Nuggle, unfortunately. Um, the other gun that they released was the SPR. The valve was piercing through every single wall possible. 
<laughs> and the SPR was a marksman rifle, which is somewhere in between power level of a car and the AX-50 as a sniper. So it deals a shitload of damage. It's a little bit more finicky than the car to use, but it's also still very good as a quickscope ADS uh, marksman rifle. Um, really? Yes, yes, yes. It's somewhere oh, between the two of them. I might like it. Yeah, you might like it. There are two. Uh, there are totally two sniper scopes that are available for it, along with a thermal. Uh, so you can use it as a sniper. Um, it was so the thing was that there was a way you could set it up that it basically became a hit scan weapon. So for those of you who don't know shooters, there are two types of weapons, uh, primary guns in shooters and FPSs. There are what are called hit scan guns, and that are what, there are what are called drop off guns. A hit scan gun is you point it at a thing and it shoots and that bullet is instantly there essentially so the bullet goes exactly where your where your reticle is pointing that uh, the infamous quote of oh yeah first person shooters are easy just click on the head because that's what you do you click on the head Mm -hmm. with a hit scan weapon uh then there are drop-off guns which most guns are hit scanned out to a certain point and then they become drop-off so snipers uh the HDR versus the AX-50 in Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Um, The AX-50 has less range, but more power. So after a shorter range, it becomes drop-off. So the bullet starts falling in the air rather than going straight forward. Versus the HDR, which has less power, but more range. So it goes further before dropping off. The SPR was shooting across almost the entire Warzone map. (laughs) As hit scan. In a straight line without drop-off. Yes, it was over 400 meters with wow. zero drop-off. Okay, so that made sniping easy. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Um, it's still a monster for quickscoping, you know, mid-range encounters quickscope. It is still an absolute monster, but uh, it is not quite as good. Uh, it is not quite as fast as the car is now for ADS uh, build, uh, but it is still okay. a very solid gun. Um, but they fixed both of those and they've also fixed the infinite stim glitch. <laughs> so there was a glitch in Warzone where you could basically infinitely use your stim. Interesting. Really? And people were just standing in the in there finding a place to hide somewhere in a far corner in a quiet corner, and they were just infinitely stemming themselves <laughs> and winning the game that way. Nice. Yep. Wow. Okay. Yep. Um, and there's also been a lot of like visual glitches that have been happening. Oh yeah. Um, we if you are on our Discord, check the Warzone channel. <laughs> there were uh, a series of uh, visual glitches that happened uh, while Kevin Elby and I were playing one night, and it was giving me motion sickness. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I was not there for that. The gun exploded into just like a series of polygons. A series and of you primitives. Even yeah. See anything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad I missed uh, that. I would have vomited instantly if it made you nauseous. And I'm gonna say because I don't get motion sick at all. I do not yeah. get motion sick, and it was making me motion sick. Yep. Yeah. And um, since since they tried to patch that, there's been a lot of in-game crashes. I just crashed again this morning. Mm-hmm. I've had. Have you issues. run the repair? No, I haven't run repair. Okay. Since I ran the repair, I have not crashed. Not good. Okay. I'll have but... to do that. 
I'm like knocking on wood because I'm just jinxing the fuck out of myself saying that. But yes, you are a hundred percent. I know. <laughs> so we do have a couple of other small things we were going to go over and then we were just kind of going to chat for a while. Um, so Kevin, one of the big ones that we've kind of all of us have been kind of talking about off and on is the five series Ryzen. Yeah. Um, this is supposedly going to be putting AMD on the same playing field as Intel and potentially beating Intel um, in terms of game performance. So this was kind of like the final nail in the coffin for AMD. They've kind of been the multi-core chip winners over the past few years, and now supposedly single-core performance is going to beat Intel on games. Um, there's going to be... Uh, chip starting at $300 up to $800, I think. Um, chips are coming out in November if you can actually get one. Um, I'm assuming that they're going to be sold out instantly whenever they go up. They work with um, B400 series, down to B400 series motherboards if you have an uh, AMD motherboard. And you'll definitely want to check out the BIOS um, and don't get a new BIOS and make sure that there's support for your current chip uh, because some they may be dropping support for some lower end cards so, or lower end chips um, when they add support for the oh, Ryzen 5000 is, series. My question is, is this going to be like the 3300X? These chips are supposed to be better than the 3000 series was. Uh, no, I mean in terms of production because the 3300X still doesn't exist. Oh, um, I'm imagining that the 5950X is going to be very limited supply. Um, 3300X so pissed me off, so. I mean, eh, there's probably going to be some lower end versions of these chips that are announced later, kind of like what NVIDIA is doing with their video cards. Um, so yeah, I'm imagining there's going to be something below the 5600X, but who knows? Um, time will tell if they get released or announced or something. But yeah, like the these will be if the performance is there and you know after Gamers Nexus and Hardware Canucks and other, you know, web websites test them, if they are actually better than Intel, then these will be the gaming chips going yeah, forward. I mean, like the entry level chip, which is the fifty six X, I believe. 5600x yeah. yeah the 5600x is reasonably priced it's reasonably priced uh for a septicore right well 300 dollars yeah 300 dollars for a six core eh, it seems pretty pricey but if it's decent then it it'll probably be good for a mid-range gaming pc yep or a mid to high range gaming pc depending on what resolution you're playing at <clears throat> playing at 1080 it's going to be fantastic very likely probably yeah it so yeah this so. this is really interesting and good news for amd if the performance is there um from what i was hearing on the full nerd even some games that historically do really bad at amd like far cry were showing better performance than intel chips which for something like that game a 1080 is a big deal. Um, just a, a note for people who are going to be watching reviews on these chips going forward. Most of the testing is going to be done at 1080. 
instead of like 1440 or 4K uh, because that is what is going to tax your CPU the most. If you play at 1080 or a low resolution, it's mostly dependent on your uh, CPU and not your GPU, uh, or more dependent than higher resolutions. When you get to 1440 gaming or 4K gaming, it's much, much, much more dependent on your video card than your actual CPU is. All so, right. Yeah, that was big news this past week. Yep. Um, and then the last bit of gaming news I wanted to talk about specifically, uh, Fatalis is out in Monster Hunter World, and fuck you, it's gated by another goddamn Elatrion, so I just won't be killing Fatalis. Wonderful. Uh, I don't want to know what a goddamn Elatrion is, but okay. A very angry boy. Okay. A very, very angry, Barney, freezy, lightning-y boy. You okay? Yep. Sounds, sounds fun. Yeah, not happy with it. Um, um, you mentioned mm-hmm. something here about Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, yeah, I did manage to return to that. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 is currently out in early access. It has gone live on early access. Um, it is getting some mixed reviews, uh, which does not make me feel good. Um, so the reviews are fairly mixed for it currently. Um, there are some people that are saying, I believe, um, oh, who was it? Uh, See, PC Gamer had a review. PC Gamer had a review. Um, there's, oh shit, who is it? Um, Ars Technica. Ars had a not very positive review. Uh, and okay. that makes me kind of... What are they saying about it that's bad? Um, they didn't like a lot of how the systems were working more than anything. Um, there was... Oh, let me pull it up real quick. Let me pull up their review. I and played they, 15 hours of Baldur's Gate Early Access, and I and want, I want them, back. them back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Mediocre yeah. RPG amazing rendering engine. Yep. Was the URL. <laughs> Uh, answering the question nobody asked, what if Michael Bay made a D&D 5e game? Boy, that's pretty damning. Yeah. Um, yeah, he just kind of... Uh... Baldur's Gate is supposed to be what? The turn-based role-playing game that is... Very isometric close to D&D or it hews very closely to D&D um it's a turn-based game it's um isometric 3D I- isometric three quarters view was the original way it was supposed to was the original way the game was done um this guy specifically talks about how everybody fucking hates you apparently okay. you're not a hero but you're like everybody hates you I'm and going. your entire party hates you Oh, even your party members. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so here's the good, the bad, and the ugly that they did in the R's review uh, from Jim's, uh, Jim Salter. Um, uh, the good, the graphics in the game are incredible. It's easy to be the best-looking RPG he's ever played. Uh, great artwork on top of the excellent engine. Moody Crips, Savage Wildernesses, Magical Grooves, Groves all pop. Large worlds with little or no zone time for fast travel. The bad, awkward, unsatisfying combat, punishing dialogue with frequent feet rolls practically demanding saves coming, and encounters that often feel unbalanced and forced. And the ugly, your party hates you, all the factions hate you, watching innocent characters get murdering, murdered and murdering innocent characters yourself. 
Buddhism like murdering innocents, Chris? So the thing is, is that it sounds like it's divinity. And Chris Akari will know what I'm talking about. It sounds a lot like how Divinity's campaign played out, which doesn't really feel like D&D strictly, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. Doesn't feel like Baldur's Gate, I should say. Hmm. Um, they also spe- he also specifically calls out that there is a... that there's a sequence in the game, uh, early in the game, where you do... you have an easy feat... you have an easy... Uh, skill challenge you have an easy dc skill challenge that you do that immediately leads into a significantly harder dc challenge if you succeed now if you're genre savvy yeah no this fight this this would have been something i would never actually have gone into uh i'm not going to go into it very much because there's kind of spoilery kind of stuff um but yeah it's uh if you're genre savvy about D&D, you never would have done this thing. But if you don't know what you're getting into when you get into it, yeah, you probably would have done it. And that would have been that would have been very feels bad. Hmm. It would have been feels bad to me if I was a new player that had no idea what was going on and didn't know how these things worked. So I can I see mean, where it would be good for people that are genre savvy, like I said, versus people who are new and they're trying and getting new people in. I can see it won't be the good in that regard then. Yeah, I mean, something like awkward combat might be something that they can fix before launch because, you know, it's like a game system type thing. But like, just like the entire storyline and the fact that people hate you and tons of dialogue around that, that sounds like it might be harder for them to adjust if they're not getting good feedback on that Mm -hmm. and i can imagine there's tons of people that would want to play a game where you're not hated the entire thing yeah so ah we'll have to see how it goes yeah read the articles i don't know if you can play the game yourself or you can early access you can buy the early access okay but uh maybe read some of the reviews first (laughs) if you if, if you're if you're new to it. the whole sort of genre yes yeah probably read your reviews and do your do your homework um besides that like so what have y'all been up to like I, we don't we don't have to talk too long i think we're at about a little bit over an hour at this point but if y'all have anything y'all really willing to talk about with your week how your games have been going things like that i would love to hear it uh yeah, like I got back into playing Heroes of the Storm because people were playing and um, they have ARAM as like a constant game mode now, which mm-hmm. I somehow missed along the way. Um, mm-hmm. And I just started playing a bunch of ARAM and then I was like, oh, I really want to play like, you know, this specific character. So I just started playing Quick Match again. And then I'm like, shit, I'm playing Heroes again, you know? And um, Dumbass. Yeah, it's been it's been interesting. I mean, the game's still kind of fun. Um, and yes, I know that Chris mentioned a Ram on the show previously as he's telling me in chat now, but, um, yeah, I don't know. People were playing. I jumped in mostly because, uh, Merc was playing and it was kind of cool. Um, I had a ridiculous game this morning where there was like three lane pushers on our team and we were like, there's no way we're going to win. And somehow we pulled it off and like people were talking and they were working together and 
I was like, wow, this is like actually fun heroes. You know, like normally you would get into a game like that back in the day and people would be like, oh, fuck this. There's no way we're going to fucking win this game. And they would all just like dick off and like, you know, solo push by themselves at the bottom and that's it. Um, but like people were like, oh, shit, we're in a lane push group. We need to do this. And like we just did. And it was fun. Because <laughs> um, like the people who are playing now are like people who have stuck with the game. And uh, yeah, it feels like a different community, I guess. I mean, there's still idiots and there's still people shouting nonsense the entire game, and I think that's always going to be there, but um, it does feel like there's a core group of people sticking around that, you know, are just having fun. I even saw a guy in a game that I saw, like, probably years ago. This dude, Phoenix, who I remember (laughs) from, like, when Phoenix came out, he must have started a character or started an alt, and uh, it was just cool to see. That's good. Yeah, that's heroes. I guess I'll have to reinstall one of these days. Maybe. Maybe. Probably not. Um, Warzone <laughs> has been fun. Um, I was working on. I just unlocked a new assault rifle and a new SMG that I'm going to want to go play immediately after this is over, <laughs> so I can test out some new guns and level some new guns. Um, uh, yeah, I I had gotten out of it because I was playing WoW. Um, I missed last show and this, this is a very interesting story, but I, um, I finally did my Mechagon achievement and I got Mecha done. It was, uh, <laughs> it was very, very weird, but, um, fuck you for I, being in the 1%. I, I ended up like, so, um, yeah, my girlfriend visited last week and, you know, I had very limited time to game. When she was here and I ended up playing some heroes here. That's kind of how I got back into heroes too. Cause I have like 20 minutes. So I'd go play a quick game of heroes. And, um, you know, I was still doing my Mechagon achievements and I was like, Oh, like, can you let me just hop on for a minute? I have to see if this mobs up to get this, you know, item. And I, I couldn't fucking believe it, but like, she's like, Oh, maybe I'll be like your lucky charm today. <laughs> And, like, I killed Craze Trog once, and he dropped the item I needed. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. Um, the, ne- the next day, I needed uh, Mecha Slime, which is on, like, a five-day rotation. And he was magically up the next day. And I went in, and, like, there was uh, a lot of server lag. It's, like, it's one of those things where you roll over your lag, and it says there's no lag, but there's, like, obvious lag in the game. And it just doesn't say it somewhere. And um, so I went over to kill. I I just went to go check if Mecha Slime was up, and he was up uh, like at that moment. And I like went into the little you know area where he is, started killing him. The cave was going to cave in on me like halfway through me killing him. So I left and I started like you know roaming around the zone for like the next hour. Um. Then, like, as I was kind of roaming around and waiting for him to respawn, I noticed I had mail. I went to the mail, and the item that I needed was in the mailbox. Like, he had died and dropped the item, and I guess I missed it because of the server lag. So I, like, got that, and then it was, like, magically, like, oh, you've got Mecha done. And I was like, holy shit, this is great. 
And yeah, it was over a month's worth of farming every single day. And I'm so glad it's over. <laughs> and I don't think I have, I don't think I've logged into the game since then. And you get your shit done. So yeah, I mean, I was waiting for yeah. the pre-patch. I'm waiting for the pre-patch really more than anything. I think I'm logging in and doing like a Paragon chest a day, basically. And that's it. I'm working on my uh, Paragon stuff. That's about it. I think there's still some stuff in old, like Oldham that's going to go away. So I might end up doing that. But I don't know. Uh, I don't think they're getting rid of it. Uh, uh, I don't think they're getting rid of invasion stuff. I thought there was maybe a mount that you could only get now for some reason. But I don't care that much to even look it up. There's a meta achievement you can't get after the pre-patch. And I think you still I don't think you can get long boy after the pre-patch. So, oh, yeah, that's well. Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah, which is sad. I love it when they take stuff away at the end of an expansion. I love it. Love it. Well, you know, if if it cared, if you cared about it, then you would have done it. I just think it's bullshit to remove things from us. From I think it's bullshit to remove things like that. That's just me. Well, how do you feel about ahead of the curve? That is something that is tied to something that is always implied to be a limited time thing rating so rating mm-hmm. is implied to be a limited time thing it is only going to be for the extent of the expansion adding a mount that is purchasable with gold and then removing it at the end of the expansion is bullshit ah i see <laughs> makes total sense I mean, it does. Eh, I'm not against it. If they want to have something in for a limited time and have people do it, fine. But, it, you know, it's been out for a few years. So what are you going to do? Hmm. Anywho. Yep. Um, uh, let's see. How's uh, Warzone been? What do you... What have you been thinking about Warzone, Gavro. Yeah, it's okay. It's I'm okay. <laughs> very tired of dying first every time I play, but you know. Yeah, I mean, I think first of all, I've noticed an attitude change with Gavril in Warzone. He's I'm much nicer now. I'm getting pissed off about the game. I'm getting He's much very nicer. About the game. Well, you're you're getting more pissed off at the game than you are me. So I I'm think trying that's an to, improvement. Because I'm, I'm not. Because I, <laughs> Kevin, I do. I try to be the moderating influence on this group of people. Sometimes I try not to shit on you as much as I can. <laughs> I do get mad at you sometimes, and I make it very clear and very obvious I'm mad at you. Gavril, you've got some kind of noise in Windows that's playing. Oh, it would be Akari because Akari's hosting. Oh, Akari. Okay. <laughs> Chris is the one that's hosting now, so not me. Ha! <coughs> um, awesome. I will say, um, I was playing some. What's the what's the thing that's in multiplayer right now? Hills and something. Hills and kills. Yeah. Yes, I was playing that this morning. What, can you explain hard that point. game mode to me? It's hard point. It's, it's all hard point. 
Um, okay. But as an added perk, they have double XP. So if you're leveling weapons. weapons, it's a great way to level weapons because it's double weapon XP. Guess yep. what we're doing after this. <laughs> Um. Yeah, Warzone is still hard. It's it hasn't gotten any easier. I'm I'm not that good either. So that's probably part of it. Am I not but talking? You're, you're you were talking. Yeah. I just couldn't. <laughs> uh. But yeah, it's uh, I I uh multiplayer just makes me want to like punch my dick. Not in the fun way. You were saying no? Yeah, no, it's good. Dead air. I didn't mean to cut you off, Nath. I thought you had made your point. I was trying to tell a story that was significantly shorter than what your Mechagon one was, and I couldn't even get a sentence out, so... (laughs) Oh, God. What were you saying, Nath? Talk to me! So I went into, fuck, now I forget the name of it again, um, got in with a group that was actually going on the hard point and was doing teamwork. Um, so oh, shit. No, true, true story. Um, and got myself invited to their group afterwards and made a few new friends. So we have a few new people that we can, that we can game with that Aww. actually have teamwork. So yay. That's adorable. Hey, I thought it was great to find people that A, weren't toxic when the female spoke, and B, actually understood working as a team. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm toxic when the female speaks. Oh, D- Duggle was on playing with playing games with me a couple nights ago. Duggle has now experienced the level of toxic that can happen. <laughs> Oh dear. It was pretty bad, wasn't it, Duggle? <laughs> oh dear, yeah. Uh but hey, I mean that's good. That's really good. I it's I, I don't like playing with pubs. I'm not good at that. I I'm awkward. But the thing is is that when I'm forced to, it's fine. But I don't have a choice. It's totally fine. Okay, but Izzy, that's the thing. Like, I actually haven't experienced that level in a long fucking time, which almost made it funny because it was like, what the fuck? I haven't had people this ridiculous in ages. And, like, see, even Douglas saying, oh, my God, that one game. Because it was off the fucking charts. That's just, like... It's just like I, oh God, there's so much bad in, in the video game world. There's so much bad people. So much bad people. So many bad people. Kevin, you can unmute. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I just, I just get angry at video games. I get angry at video games all the time. I can't help it. There's a reason I stopped playing Heroes of the Storm with Kevin and Chris. Yeah, toxicity. I think 
you have to just remember it's a video game none of us are great at them but the reason i stopped playing hots with you and chris was because you two would get toxic as fuck oh chris i i stopped playing games with chris for at least a week after he pulled some shit on me like a week ago he was like complaining about me he was like talking all this shit and saying i was doing everything wrong so i just avoided him for a week and I quit playing games with you and Hots because you used to get pissed at Hots. <laughs> I was back in the heyday. We were hardcore, man. You like when Vince and I got on pissed. together. Dude, Vince and I would like we would like try to coordinate ultimates and like we were like hardcore. Although Vince <laughs> Vince was always the worst. Vince is always the worst because he would just like start typing shit at people. Oh yeah, and Vince would just start typing to people and talking. As soon to them. as he died, all you would hear is like and there was some kind of toxic shit going at someone who like did something wrong. <laughs> it was great. It was so great. Yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, no, I remember that why I stopped playing hots with Vince. It's like you never play in like a, a two or three man with him because he'll just like shit on the pubs the entire match. <laughs> Yup, <laughs> that's true. That is a hundred and fifty percent true. Uh, I mean, they invented the chicken sandwich meme. I mean, oh, come on. God. All right, all right, all right. I think, I think, I think we are we are tapping the end of this keg here, folks. We're beyond tap. We're, we're we have tapped out this keg. We're gonna go ahead and close the show out uh, for the actual podcast. Uh, we probably are gonna stick around and just kind of chat around a little bit. Um, after the podcast itself is over, maybe play some games, see if anybody else wants to do some stuff today. Um, that's going to be the show this week, folks. Do you either of you have anything you want to talk about? No. Any final thoughts? Anything? Fix uh, Diablo 4's endgame. Before the endgame is even solidified. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> they fix it? It's not like what? I can tell. I can tell. It's got to be fixed. <laughs> yep. You, you are looking two years in the future and you are just seeing everything, Kevin. <laughs> uh, Bring back the in game auction house. Neth. 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 You have any final thoughts on that toxic ass comment he had? No, not on the toxic ass comment he had. But my final thought is my birthday's next weekend. Yay. We're Congratulations! Vidya Games, probably. And how old are you going to be now? Forty-five. That's impolite. Okay. I have no issue saying how old I'm going to be. I, I know, but it's still impolite. He should know better. I was raised in the South. We know not to ask <laughs> questions. I I like that Neth owns it. Neth owns it. Yes, that's fine. But also, you're you're a shit heel for asking in the first place. Neth is a proud woman, and she should look. Everyone games. I think that's what we should say. Everybody games. Doesn't matter how old you are. It has absolutely nothing not to do just with for what kids. We're about, not just for okay. twelve-year-olds. I'm confused. What? <laughs> what? What? I what? I think that I think that video games in general, people think that oh, you know, if you're over thirty, you just stop playing video games and you shouldn't play video games anymore because they're kids' things. And it's not. I've been gaming since Odyssey two thousand. Technically, my first video game was Pong because my grandparents had one. I was not, uh, I was not around when Pong came out. They had one that was my dad's. 
But I've been gaming since Odyssey 2000, Atari era, and I'm not about to start now. Not to mention I have tattoo sleeves planned that are all video game related. So if I was good at quick gaming, <laughs> probably would have happened before now. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. All right, final thought for the show for me is going to be, what the fuck, guys? What, what, what happened with this show? Lack of content and what the fuck with the show. <laughs> hey, that is going to be our show this week, folks. Who follow us during the week? You can find us on Twitter at azerosctc.com. You can uh, find each and every one of us. I, of course, am at Gavril underscore et. That's one I, two L, two eyes, one L. Uh, you can find <laughs> Kevin at Swing Cat with the K. Neth is at Nethwinch, and Chris is at Akari underscore Mag. Those are our wonderful, wonderful Twitter handles. You can find us on every Saturday morning, every other Saturday morning, every other Saturday morning, recording live, recording the show here live on twitch.tv slash AzerothCTC. You can send us feedback to feedback at AzerothCTC.com. Find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, now Spotify, and any other things that you may use to find wonderful podcasts. Say something about Lucky Charms, folks. Oh my god. Lucky Charms. You started the show breaking me, and you ended the show breaking me. I wanted to see if I could do it all from memory, and I can't. You spelled your own name wrong! I normally <laughs> read this from a script! I normally have the script in front of me! <laughs> Fuck you all! Fuck all of you all! So we're not gonna edit... We're not editing any. We're not editing any of the end of this show, and it's gonna smash cut to the music right now. <laughs>